Welcome back to the Bottom of the Pit podcast where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. I am, as per usual, Mick Whoopi Goldberg. And I believe today I have on, for the first time in a contained podcast, the duo of Bonsai Wolfberger. Oh yeah, Bonsai in the house. And Lobo Berry Crunch. You already know what it do. It's your boy Lobo Berry. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first time y'all have ever just been on a podcast, just you two together, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Twin Wolves the Food Chain finally on a podcast together. Hell yeah. And there is no better topic to get you both on at the same time for than the one we are about to discuss today because we're gonna finally crack it open. We've talked about this series quite a few times throughout this the entire series of this podcast, but it's never had a dedicated episode, just a piece here, a piece here, uh, there, a question here, a question there, but now we're gonna sit and we're gonna talk about it all episode long. And the game in question is I don't even know if it'll be considered a cult classic because a lot of people love this game and it was super popular at the time. But we are going to be talking about Bloody Roar. Now, now yeah, I want to yeah, ask yeah, y'all, how do you guys just feel overall about the Bloody Roar series? Best damn game of my life, yo, to this day. Honestly, <laughs> hey. honestly, one of my all-time favorites. I'm... As you know, I'm not really too much of a like a 3D arena fighter, but Bloody Roar is just that that that's the exception for everything. Bloody Roar is a special game to a lot of people, especially um for us for like our generation in particular because we uh, we grew up with Bloody Roar. It arrived when we were children and it trucked along until we were I'd say like teenagers maybe late teenagers and then it just died literally like it's just dead now mm. but it, it kind of like formed a lot of what we loved about like fighting games and what we want in fighting games and then it just kind of like vanished on us um and it is sad right like it is kind of a tragedy for, to have such a unique series just kind of go to the wayside like that for real yeah honestly uh it's it's weird to see like because it only had like what there was only like five games right there was like I think one six. two three four and then primal fury is what i remember and then the and then extreme on the xbox yeah uh bloody roar 3 was broken up into a ps2 version xbox version and gamecube version and then four dropped on ps2 only i believe yeah yeah, Bloody Roar Primal Fury was released or, as Bloody Roar Extreme, so it's it yeah. technically it's the same game. So yeah, five yeah. games. Um, but there's only four numbered entries, like technically. Yep. Um, which is honestly, I mean, that's a pretty good amount. Um, for a series, uh, to get there's some games that are beloved that have two games, maybe maybe one. Even Marvel vs. Capcom has, um what four if you count infinite yeah so four is a good amount of games to have but still i it, i feel like it wasn't done yet 
Like there's so much more it could have done, it could have done, and so much uh, more it could have improved on that I feel like it wanted to improve on, but it didn't get the chance to. How do you guys feel? Uh, for me, you're exactly right on that, especially like the boom fighting games has had since the time of Blade War 4 and everything. Like, even if it was like around the time like a newer one came around the time like Street Fighter 4, like not even saying Street Fighter 5, Street Fighter 4 and stuff. Man, that what a great game that could have been if it held to its roots and was just released around that gaming time, honestly. Yeah, I'll piggyback on that. I agree. Like, it's really weird because, like, every... So, like, 1 and 2 um, were on PS1, and then 1 got re-released on PS Net PSN Network. Then 3 was on PS2, and then Primal Fury uh, was on GameCube and Xbox, and then we got 4 on PS2. So, if you look at the trend, it's, like, at least, like, with the PlayStation consoles, we got one every... At least a minimum of, like, 1 to 2 every generation. And it, I don't, I don't know. It's like super weird that it just kind of fell off. And it would have been a great place to see that come in, like around the PS3 time, you know, or even seeing PS4. We saw like a big boom again. Like games like uh, like Guilty Gear made that resurgence around the PS4 era. You know what I mean? Yeah, with um, with Exerd. and it's a shame too because like, I I understand the reasoning because at the time fighting games really weren't even halfway mainstream it was kind of just like i mean and it still is to this day but it was way more niche at the time where bloody war was thriving than it is now and i do feel like it would get such a warm reception nowadays compared to way back in the day honestly yeah and going off of what you just said mick Whippy, it's crazy too because only up until recently like maybe within like the last three or four years i didn't think that many people knew about bloody war like it felt like a random gem of a game that i happened to stumble upon and somehow would find like a few friends who stumble upon and play it and be like oh man that's why i never like people but like, yo you're so good at bloody war and to this day i'm like i'm not sure how good i am because i haven't played that many people until recently but now I'm just discovering all over the place, like, no, people, oh, there's a lot of people who actually played and loved Bloody Roar, and it blows my mind even to this day. I think uh, one of the first games you and me played together, Keep, was Bloody Roar, wasn't it? No, I don't think we still haven't played Bloody Roar against each other. We played Blaze Blue with each other, but we still haven't gone at it in Bloody Roar yet. I, who was it I played? Oh, you, well, uh, you know what? That's I know, crazy. right? I, I thought I swore I fought you in Bloody Roar once. Because I, I swear I remember having a Hugo, uh, Hugo versus Hugo match with you. No, it's, it's never happened yet. I don't know. Maybe I dreamed it because I really want Bloody Roar to come yeah, back. Maybe I dreamed it. <laughs> Honestly, it's 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 one of my favorite all-time games. Like like I said, I, I am not a Tekken fan. Like I play Tekken, but I mainly play Tekken because of like you guys. Like if you were to ask me to play Tekken, like you're like, oh, do you play Tekken by yourself and stuff like that? I'm like, oh, oh no, 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 no. I don't, I don't do games like that. But like Bloody Roar was just that exception to me. Just the mechanics, the, the 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 designs of the characters alone. Like as soon as I saw Hugo for the first time, I was like, nope, that's my main. I'm playing that. I don't care who comes out, he will forever be my main. Like everybody looks cool. Come on, it, it's it's awesome. Yeah, they. Uh, Bloody Roar was really hurting for lame designs. I think. I think. Um, given the time it released 
uh, we have to take, you know, we can't look at it in a vacuum, you know, fashion and shit changes over time. And um, But at the time it released, I feel like all their characters were pretty cool, pretty solid. Oh, yeah. I mean, geez, look, looking at the roster, I mean, Shenlong, you know, obviously, obviously Hugo, top tier. Shion. Nagi the Spurs. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, oh, we love geez. her. <laughs> All right, well, Nagi, well, no, now that, no, now that no, that no, topic's no, been no, soured, no, 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 let's no, move on no, to the no, next no. topic. <laughs> Why did you do that? I want to ask you guys, um, and I don't believe, I, I don't know this from Lobo, but Bonsai, on your, your debut episode, we actually talked about Bloody Roar. So mm -hmm. I want to ask you this first as like a refresher, because that was actually years ago at this point. Um, as a refresher, um, how were you introduced to the series and what kind of drew you to the character that you chose to play? All right, so uh, this will be a bit of a, uh, a story, but I'll get through it as fast as possible. Because uh, me and Bloody Roar have such a funny interaction, right? So... The first time I got my hands on Blade Roar, I uh, I don't know what year it was, but my mom got me a PS1 for Christmas, and she bought me three random games for that PlayStation One. I'm hyped because I I didn't even know about the PlayStation at the time. I just the only game console I knew were like like Super Nintendo, Sega, N64 maybe. So this was blowing my mind. And the three games that she got me were uh, Crash Bandicoot One, uh, Micro Machines. I think V3, I think it's called. And Bloody Roar. So I played uh, Crash Bandicoot, had a good time. Played the Micro Machines, tried it, had a good time. Then last but not least, I looked at the Bloody Roar game. Popped into the PS1. I watched the opening credits, and I'm already, like, floored. And then I see him. You go the wolf. Even as a child, guys, I loved wolves. Like, they were my favorite animal. At the time, I had a pet wolf living with me. Like, by, by illegal means, yes. But uh, I had a pet wolf. So I saw you go the wolf. I picked him because he's a wolf. And just immediate click. Like, I fell in love with the character. I loved everything about him. And from that point on, it was just my, my main Yugo. One of my favorite main fighting games. And then after that... I never knew about release dates or even seen anything about Bloody Roar, so it would be a funny interaction. Like me and my mom would somehow be randomly at a GameStop or some mom and dad or mom and pop's shop, and we happen to see like, like, oh wait, my mom would be like, Brandon, look, there's a Bloody Roar too, and I would yell, and we'd be like, we got to get it, cause my mom used to play Bloody Roar with me back in the day. She was, she was an Alice man. She would beat my ass actually. Um, and then I stumbled across Blade War 3 at a GameStop randomly one time. And then I was like, you gotta get this. And then same with Blade War 4. It was always random. I didn't know about sequels for this game ever like being public or being like talked about. I would just randomly see it and get it. And pretty much that's my story with Blade War. I've been a Yugo main for all of them. And I picked up some other characters on the side. But that's me and Yugo's history. In this storied history it is it's funny about the sequel drops because back back in the day that's just how it was you know they never really advertised it on tv maybe you would see it like in a corner panel of a game informer or something or a playstation magazine or something like that but games like like fighting games in general never really were like heavily heavily advertised like that 
Yeah, you have to be like something mainstream, like even at that time, like Tekken or even Virtual Fire or Soul Calibur to be even mentioned. So, uh, like you weren't going to see Blade Roar in a magazine or anything. And that just adds on to why only up until like recently, why I thought no one really knew or cared about Blade Roar because it feels like like such an underground game to me. And I think in some ways it still is, but with a way bigger community than I thought it did. I think you're right. And, and also, we have to take into account that um, by the time Bloody Roar came and went, we still weren't really connected over the internet yet. I don't, there wasn't really any social media or anything like that. So, and if, if you didn't have any like locals, local tournaments or anything for the game you were playing, then you, you most of the time you just played by yourself or with neighborhood friends if you had any. Exactly. Um, Lobo, I'm curious about your introduction to the series. So, um, my introduction actually was kind of, um, similar, but like, so I went to, um, I went to GameStop with my mom for Christmas and, uh, no, I'm not, I'm sorry. It wasn't GameStop. It was Funko Land. That's what it was called back then. Funko Land. Um, and basically she would take me, I would look at a couple things and basically it was like her way of like getting Santa to get me stuff. So my mom very, very rarely bought me games. Now, I had I didn't had no idea what tech what uh, Tekken and really you know that stuff was, but I did see a copy of Tekken on the shelf and I was like, oh cool, this is a cool game. So my mom mistakenly bought Bloody Roar instead of Tekken. Now, at the time, obviously I didn't know what the game was. Um, so when I got it for Christmas, I was like, oh cool. I was like, wait, this isn't Tekken. So my mom was like, oh, I must have bought you the wrong game. Just play that one then. And I was like, oh, all right, whatever. But when I saw the cover, I was like, huh, that looks really cool. There's a guy that has like a wolf's face on it. Popped it in, kind of the same thing with Bonsai. I saw the opening intro and I was like, oh, this is so cool. These people turn into animals. This is really cool. And I was just, I was just sold after that. I jumped on Hugo immediately. He's been my main ever since the game started. And I actually didn't get to play Bloody Roar 2. Um, yeah. I actually ended up skipping two and playing three. Um, and then I play I played two later down the line. I think it was like, I want to say when I was in college, I ended up getting able to play two. And then from there, I was able to play the other games because basically I ended up having to buy them online because I didn't, like you said, like I had no idea when these games came out. So there was no, I didn't have any magazines or anything like that. Or like I said, there was no internet. So we could like research it and stuff. So I didn't know sequels were even a thing for the game. But I always knew, like, I had the first game, and I was like, I love this game so much. This is so cool. Um, and I, I bounced around with Hugo um, first around. Then I played um, Long for a little bit. And I think uh, I dabbled around with Byaku, uh, Byaku, Byaku, Bakura. Is it Bakoru? Bakuru. 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 <laughs> always go off a of Blade Word 2 if you don't know. Yeah. Just Ryu or something like that. I, I, the, the mole. The mole. Yeah, yeah. Bakuru. I, 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 I messed around with the mole. Um, and then I think the only other character I actually played was... Um, What's his name? The dragon. Ryoho. Ryoho, yeah. Ryoho from 4. Dang, um, he's a Ryoho main. I, I, hold on, whoa, 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 hold on. I wasn't a main. I, I said I bounced around with him. I played him. I didn't mean <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> he was about he was about to put me on blast. <laughs> Since you mentioned it, 
uh, logo. I might as well tell people minds real quick. I main Yugo, of course. I also dabbled in long because the the machine gun punch co combo was goaded. Oh um, yes. And my mom's friend, who was our neighbor at one point, who gave us the who gave us the wolf, and my family by illegal means, by the way, uh, was a long main. Then uh, I eventually got into Shenlong, and then I eventually got into Yoriko. And though, and then eventually got into Sheena, and eventually got into Nagi and Reiji. Ew, you said Nagi. I you use Nagi, Nagi seriously. I use Nagi seriously, bro. Wow, but, that is gross. But I'm editing I, that out. Don't edit that out. <laughs> wait, wait, no, don't let him edit that out because Mick Whoopi, I need you to remember that there were two freaking Nagi players in our friendship group when we were younger. I know, and I know. He showed you our other friend showed Mick Whoopi the toxic side of this character. And it's very it's very toxic. I will not like not admit that. It was very toxic. This character but, blows, bro. Yeah. I show Mick Whoopi there's people who can play her and not be a dick with her though. And that's all um, I'm gonna leave it off on that. For the record, um, I don't endorse the idea that um, Banzai Wolfberger is a Nagi main. Um, all his opinions and thoughts are not expressed by my own, just saying. <laughs> That's a good disclaimer. <laughs> Banzai Wolfberger's opinions on Nagi are not reflective of the Bottom of the Pit podcast, and we would do well to respect the opinions and welfare of other bloody roar players. Oh, I'm not going to play, guys. Leave me alone. <laughs> Nah, I love that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I will say like, um, I used to play. Uh, I used to play uh, T a lot too. Uh, Tato, we used to we used to play too. Uh, we had our friend Cash who was super super heavy in the bloody roar. I think if anything, he was him, me, and Tato had like the biggest rivalry when it came to that game. Like it was literally a triple threat. Like all of us literally fighting back and forth with each other. We ended up actually having this fun day where we um he came up to visit us. And me and Tata were looking through our boxes while we were um, when we when we moved up to PA, and we were like trying to find the games. And we're like, where are the where are the bloody war games? So we ended up calling around to all the GameStops because we know that GameStop barely had any PS2 games at the time. And one GameStop about 45 minutes away had a copy of Bloody Roar 4, uh, still with the the case and everything. And they were they were like, yeah, but the game is like. $75, you know, for a PS team. It's really expensive. We're like, oh, yeah, no, we're coming. We're getting it. We're buying it. Worth it. Yeah. We drove all the way there, bought it, came back, and I'm pretty sure we played Bloody War 4 for at least about eight hours straight. See, that's cool. how you do it right there. Yep. It was, that's oh, man. I'd do, I'd do it again. I'd still do it. Honestly, that's a sale. I saw Bloody War 4 on eBay one time for like $275. I was like, God damn. Yikes. Ugh. It's not that great. Now, if it was Primal Fury, oh, or extreme, um, um, but or extreme, yeah, um, but it was it's interesting, Lobo, that you bring up that you skipped to, uh, because Bloody Roar Two was the first Bloody Roar that I played. I played Bloody Roar One for the first time only a couple of years ago uh, at Bonsai's old apartment. That was fun. Yeah, that was my first time playing Bloody Roar 1. I started on Bloody Roar 2. And um, that's where I was introduced to, like, Busuzima and Stun. You know, back when Stun was, like, the like the mummy, the mummy pro wrestler? Yeah, that uh, turned skinny, as bug. Hell. <laughs> skinny as hell. Yeah, skinny as hell. Yeah, he's Busuzima, all busky now. <laughs> yeah, I love I loved Busuzima. Um, I definitely gravitated towards him. Um, for reasons that are probably not 
too surprising to y'all or longtime listeners of the podcast. He was green. He turned into a lizard. He had a long tongue. He could turn invisible. You know, that sounds a lot like another character that I'm literally in love with. I wish I remembered that character. Unfortunately, I feel like they've been kind of gone from the fighting scene. Yeah, if only been... the comp- if only the company that makes that game would listen. He needs to turn his invisibility off and come back to me. Um, but Puchizima <laughs> is, I think he's so cool. I always thought he was so cool the way he could stretch his limbs. He could turn invisible. He was super evasive. He had that super long tongue, and he was fucking weird and crazy. But he was also like mad evil. He was like the most heinous kind of antagonist, where he didn't really have any overarching world domination plans he was a mad scientist and he didn't give a shit about human life he was going to twist it in any way that he wanted which made it um, ironic that i also loved playing stun who was his lab experiment who escaped from him and a man has two different lab experiments that technically escape from him that's crazy but I, I thought stuns um well i do like stuns design going forward in like three and four and stuff like that his bloody roar 2 design i thought was mad interesting because yeah he had like the the um the mummy design with like all the wraps and he was purple uh well he still is purple and he's got like the the like the insect carapace uh but he also had like these weird like shorts going on he had a uh, like a ski cap on that um had some weird thing on it like like bing bong or something like that let's not even sugarcoat it mcwhoopee he was from the hood he was he was from the hood like he, he was straight up from the hood <laughs> he was he, he was definitely like from the hood and he got kidnapped by probably boosting i can't quite remember all the stories and um experimented on and turned into stun and i thought his design like like you could, you knew where he was coming from, and he had a fucking wife beater on, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so, and then later on, they gave him more like an intricate outfit. He had like leathers and stuff, which, while he looks cool, it, he looked more like um, kind of like a nemesis a little bit, actually. Oh, I, yeah, I feel you on that actually. Um, but I did like his Bloody Roar two design more actually, uh, because I just thought it it brought out where he came from more. Um, just like everyone else, like Alice, right? She's like a nurse, if, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes. And she had like her nurse's uniform as her basic uniform, or her like, her P1 costume. And, um, and you know, Yugo's, he's got like the, like the basic jeans shirt thing. I'm not quite sure, was he like a biker or something? No, Yugo's actually a professional boxer. Okay, he is a professional boxer. Who does kickboxing. And the main protagonist to the And the main protag. So I, that's why I go back to saying um, Bloody Roar's character designs, I think, are pretty cool. I like oh, yeah. them a lot. I love all of them, honestly. Even the characters who I don't use, I think I just love the designs and their alternate colors, too. Oh, yeah. I feel like the Bloody Roar is one of those games that, like, like when you swap the character palette look, it, it, everyone just still look cool. Yeah, they, they didn't really have any bad colors. And I like that a lot. They put a lot of uh, effort into it. Um, now, I want to ask you guys this. Um, when people think about Bloody Roar and their fondness of the series, like uh, like we're doing right now, what do you think overall 
uh, like draw could draw people in to the series especially if they're like say they're seeing it for the first time in fact what do you think is there that could like capture them and make them say oh i kind of want to put some time into this game do you want to go first Lobo, or you want me to go first um I- i'm gonna be honest we probably have the same answer so you go yeah, first that's then... that's what i was thinking literally the main target or main gimmick of blood war is what's going to draw people the fact that your fighters who turn into freaking were werewolf like esque creatures and fight in that form is like the dopest thing possible and the fact that no one has actually replicated that is beyond like not not only like crazy that no one has at least stolen that topic but it makes it still that if blood war were the comeback it's like in a league of its own because no one else has really done that yet. The closest we've gotten is Killer Instinct having animal-like characters in it, or like or dark dark stalkers. But no one else has come out with a game where you just transform midway and as an animal as your main gimmick. And the fact that it has like two separate gauges for both forms is it's just amazing and no one's replicated it ha- it still has its own brand to this day so if someone just st- stumbles into blood war and sees this of course you're going to be interested no one's going to be like ew transform to a animal that's whack the most you'll get is someone's like oh man that furry game maybe because that that's how people are now nowadays they compare anything animal like into a furry but god damn it People at most people be like call me a furry then because this game looks fucking dope. I, I doubt anybody would like legit hate it that badly to the point where they wouldn't even be somewhat interested. Out in my rant there, you got it, Lobo. <laughs> no, no that, Honestly, that was passionate right there. I like that. Was, that was passionate. I mean, he kind of spoke for me right there. I'm I'm gonna say it's it's the creative design of the characters and then this this mechanic. Like he said, like no, like the only other character, the only other game I feel like has like any type of like transformation sequences and stuff, is is going to be a Dragon Ball game at that point. And let's be real here, even like in like the Fighters game, obviously there's no transformations anymore. But like if you go to back to like Budokai, Budokai Tenkaichi, you could transform obviously, but you're going into different like stages of that same character. So there's only like minor tweaks. You turn into a completely different visual character in this game a werewolf a rabbit a dragon a mole a chameleon a bug like you know there's just so many different things and it i think that's what also draws it and you have to remember that transformation is a fighting strategy in itself you could just pop somebody just roll them up get them up against the wall pop 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 and then just transform keep that combo going like the pressure that you could put on a character is just Ugh, it's just mm, 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 perfect like being able to like roll up or even just I, I, I know Bonsai I know you did it a couple times but rolling up dashing at a character and then transforming and like darting at them with, with the transformation knocking them back into the wall like every your transformation was part of your strategy and even if you even if you lost on transformation guess what your character can still bust ass you can still fight you still have hands whether they're claws or not <laughs> Yeah, if you don't mind me adding on to that, it felt like exactly what Lobo was talking about shows like how like like ingenious the system of Blade War was. Even over time, it shows how genius it was. It was never broken, like having to be able to transform into an animal because you had its separate animal gauge, but it didn't make you overpowered. 
like if you had skills with the humans you could still be in a beast form but you're and you could get knocked out of beast form and you mm-hmm. could and then eventually like as you grow up or like mature or like really thought even as a kid with strategy you learned how you could balance both the human gauge and the beast gauge you learned how you could turn into an animal freaking mid combo or best way to maximize when's the best time to transform to use as both an offense but also as a defense and even now as you play this game you just realize like damn the structure of the fighting on this game is nothing to laugh at. It's so meticulous and smart on what you can do with this goddamn game. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm banging on my desk, but oh my god, <laughs> it, 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 it holds up to this day. That's how solid it stands. Like a lot of games have to switch up shit after a while, like Soul Calibur or Street Fighter, or even King of Fighters. They have to switch up, if not br- make a brand new system to keep up with the times. But I feel like you could release a Bloody Roar game right fucking now with its old mechanics and it will hold up so perfectly and you have so many like different strategies and it will really separate like the scrubs from like like the pro players now and i know pros with an updated freaking bloody war will show me shit that even i wouldn't imagine and it's just so amazing to think about <sighs> oh he's i'm just as excited as he is honestly it's <laughs> there's 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 no there's nothing that holds to this man like nothing like you said, like every game that comes out, every fighting game that we have seen within the last few years has to reinvent itself in some shape or form. You know, whether adding new styles, it's it's not just dumping new characters, but new styles, new mechanics, new gameplay, you know, new meters, things like that. Like, like look at Tekken. Tekken for years hadn't had a super like system or like a super art system. You know, the whole super meter thing was obviously like kind of, I'd say more pioneered more than anything from like a Street Fighter game. But then now look at Tekken. Now Tekken has secret arts and and like these moves that like literally do that finishing blow attack and Mortal Kombat. Same thing. If you like, he said, if you put Bloody Roar out there, just just re redo Bloody Roar one. Don't even like add anything. Just give us the main roster from Bloody Roar one. Give it like some decent like I don't even care if it's like PS5 or PS4 uh, graphics. I it could be PS3 graphics. I I wouldn't care. I guarantee you. This game will get picked up and people will be like, wow, this is awesome. Like, there, there, there is nothing like this out there right now. Nothing. And Actually. there's just the satisfaction of being able to just like, I'm, 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 when I play Yugo, I'm a rushdown character. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm head in. I'm going in. I'm beating you to the point where I'm breaking you through that wall. Which was another thing that uh, that was the first game I ever played that allowed you to actually like beat a character so bad they break the wall and then go through the wall and, and end the match. Yeah, who needs teabagging when you can just bust someone through a fucking wall? Also, yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to also say don't start with one, start with two, just because there was no beast drives in one. Yeah, two is better than one. I mean, it should be. It's the second one, but um, but two is a great place to start. Um, there is no other series uh, for me that I wish, like this is literally like n- the number one series, that I wish I could sit and play seriously right now with like my adult brain. Like I want so badly to be able to just play Bloody Roar every day and actually get good at it, learn my characters and, and fight other people and just like, and just like run the gauntlet with it. But you know, it's trapped in old generations no ports no nothing 
Yeah, and it's crazy that you mentioned that too, McWhoopy, because like how Skullgirl started off with, with freaking Bloody Roar wore all four of its games and the two spinoffs with it, was a game that had no command list. Like, you had to read the pamphlet that came with the game to like, like learn how to do like your signature moves and your beat strides and stuff like that. Right, it's and, crazy. But not even all of the moves. Not even yeah. all of the moves are in the pamphlet. So it's like, how do you expect us to learn all of Stun's chain grabs if they're not anywhere to be seen. You really expect us to find these by accident? Exactly. That's, that's kind of what it is. And it's crazy that you mentioned that because until recently when I played you at MAGFest, at, at one of the recent MAGFests that we played Roy Roy, I didn't know Stun was as heavy as a grappler as he was. Like, I've never gone against that many Stun people who use Stun before. And when you did more than like just his basic grab, I was like, oh, Stun is a grappler grappler. I'm thinking like he has like one command grab and that's it. McWhoopy busting chains on me. I'm like, what the hell? That It was so cool to see. And I, I was like, not like, I hate to say use the word proud, but I was like so proud watching McWhoopy playing Sun against me. I was just like, <laughs> I like crying on the inside. I was like, this is so fucking cool seeing my friends show me shit in Blade War and being good at it and having the time of their lives. Like, one of my favorite things about Magfest to this day, one of my favorite memories is watching McWhoopy and Jamshake play the game that I talked to them up for years about and held in high regards and they enjoy it too. Like, made me cry and sob on the inside watching them play for hours. Bro, that makes that makes me happy here because you are like like the like the bloody roar player um and obviously i know lobo you love bloody roar too but like i've known bonsai for i think we're pushing close to two decades at this point yeah we're getting really close to it um and he's always been like the bloody roar guy he's always been the bloody roar super fan and so being able to impress like the bloody roar super fan it, like it means a lot. I'm like very happy that I could make Bonsai proud of me of uh, playing Bloody Roar like that. Yeah. Um, now nah, no I, wanna, I get it. I get it. Um, I want to ask you guys a much harder question. Go for it. So imagine you you're seeing Bloody Roar for the first time. Hmm. What about the game? do you think would turn you away from it? Like this is like me seeing like it for the first time again and what could turn me from it? Yeah, you're seeing people play this game um, and you're watching it be played. What could you possibly see in the game as it's being played that, that makes you go, I'm not sure if this is for me. Uh, Lobo, I'm gonna let you take that one first because I actually got to think uh, on that one. <laughs> I, oh, you're gonna throw me in? I, I yeah, I got. To, I'm oh, literally God. trying to think of something. I'm like, damn, dude, I can't think of anything that would make me go. Ah. I know it's hard when you when you have I think, such reverence I, for a series. It's hard to think of it in that way. I I really I guess I, I guess for me, and I guess this is the only thing I can say, is that if I didn't see the beast transformations, let's say I was just seeing the people fight. And I just saw it was a 3D fight, like a 3D, like move around fighter, just like Tekken. I think that would be the very, very minimal only the reason why I'd be kind of like, eh, I don't care. But again, like that. And even even so, like, I mean, I've, I've obviously gotten like over that whole like, I, I don't play 3D fighters anymore. Like, I, I still play them, but like I've gotten over that. But I mean, I guess that's like only minimally the only thing I can think of. Is because like if I didn't see the the beast transformations, I would just think, oh, this is basically just 
Virtual Fighter or another Tekken clone or, you know, one of those kind of games. Like, it's just a clone of another 3D fighter, whatever. So I guess that. But, I mean, to me, personally, I think the character designs still look... I think they look cooler than Tekken characters. I think they look cooler than Virtual Fighter characters. So I guess that's the only real thing. If I didn't see the Beast transformations or know that was a, a, a thing, that's maybe the only thing that I can think of. But that that's just minimally. That's... Oh, that's a hard question. Jeez, I can't. I can't give you anything more than that. <laughs> it is yeah. a hard question because of the time period it came out. Also, um, even 3D fighters at the time weren't as refined as they are now. I mean, I guess there was like Tekken 3, I suppose, that was like super duper refined and considered one of the greatest fighting games of all time. And it was by the time I think Bloody Roar was catching its strides, I think Tekken 3 had already dropped. So I, I think if like you're big on like fighters, especially 3D fighters, you could see Bloody War and be like, uh, oh, this looks a little like janky in the way it moves. The balance looks off. Everyone's doing like mad, mad, um, mad weird things. The way they're moving, the damage is is weird. But that's really just like that's like sur that's surface level things, I'd say. Um, if you're really looking at it with a critical eye. And that is also implying that you don't see the beast, the the beast forms, because I think the concept of the beast forms is so fucking strong that if you're watching like the two humans go at it and you go, eh, it's it, it's okay, and then they finally go beast form, you go, that's new, that's crazy, I need to reevaluate myself right now. Big facts, big facts. I'm trying not to be an over, like, Blyware, like, writer, like, D-writer right now. It's, I can't really think of nothing that would dissuade me. Like, if I had to be, like, at, like, to the most critical to a T person, I think the only thing that could really, like, dissuade me even a tiny bit if I were to be introduced to this game for the first time is maybe in the specifics of Bloody War 1, if there, if not not no beast drive but that's me going off of freaking the having the knowledge that the other games have beast drives so if i but i feel like if i stumbled upon it with no memory of freaking the rest of the games i wouldn't care about that and then maybe and it's a real big maybe me being critical as hell maybe that not having a command list at this because at this day and age Mo like it's kind of hard to be a game with a fighting game without a command list at least you don't want to just sit there and discover shit so maybe in this current day and age if i were to discover bloody roar and there was no command list and i had to guess that stuff that's the closest thing i could say could dissuade me from the game even a small bit and that's me being critical like to the most critical but outside that man i i really can't think of anything <laughs> um i could see that especially with the like the are the beast drives is that what the like the super moves are called when you're in beast form or is beast drive just like the beasterizer like you just go uh, yeah i think the specials are actually called beast drives okay um when you look at 3d fighters at the time like in the early 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 like 2000s mm -hmm. when you look at um 3d fighters you know like tekken and virtual fighter i think were maybe the only relevant ones at the time oh and, and dead or alive um None of them have had have big super moves like that. They weren't flashy. 
They weren't bombastic at all. Um, so I think that is another thing that could really like catch someone's eye, especially if they're like on the fence about it at first, because of like the graphics or, or whatever. The graphics, maybe they don't like the the sidestep stuff is weird or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um. But they'll, they'll see the beast forms go, that's cool. And then they'll see like the beast drives and they're like, oh, that's really cool seeing seeing this. This is fucking cool. Look at Yugo in his uh, wolf form, just like piecing this guy up with fire fist. That's fucking tight. He hit him like a hundred times, like in a row. And then he like started fucking flying and kicking him. And then he fucking slammed him. Azuna dropped him on his face. Yes. It's just rich. Oh god, yeah, you got me excited. I'm like, oh, I want to play this game. I want to play it so bad. Yeah, it's, it's like it's the one game that we can't, we can't, that like we can't like, play. It's like, it's like lost the time. <laughs> That's the tragedy. We would have to bust out like old systems in order to play. I mean, luckily I have old systems. I still got my PS3, so if I can find a copy of, um, like Bloody Roar 2, I'd be able to play it. But as far as like bloody war 3 in them goes you have to find yourself a ps2 or a working xbox or a gamecube or wii or something i think I'm, I'm looking right now i can definitely see my p uh my ps2 copy of bloody war 4 uh but one of my earliest uh memories of bloody roar uh it, it's a cool memory it's a positive memory back on um the positive side of bloody roar one of the coolest memories i have and i remember it catching my attention here uh, I was walking through an arcade, and you walk through an arcade, you know, you're unindated with sounds, all different sounds from this game, from that game. You hear Tekken going round one, fight, round two, fight. You hear Mortal Kombat's finish him. You hear Killer Instinct, uh, super combo. Um, but when you pass by the, the Bloody Roar 2, I believe it was, the Bloody Roar 2 cabinet, the thing that's like stuck in my head um, uh, pretty strongly is like you're just walking by, and you just hear, Yugo the Wolf versus Bookaroo the Mole. You're like, what the fuck is that? The, the announcer for Blade War 2 like God tier. Yeah, and so you stop and you're like, what about the wolf? And what about a mole? And you look and you see like the amazing artwork of the of, of the versus screen. I think the Bloody Roar's versus screen is so cool. It's simple. Mm -hmm. But it works, you know, it's not just like the characters in like a box with like a versus screen plugged between them. It's artwork of the characters, of their animal. It's it's like, it's cool. It's really cool. They put a lot of effort into, and a lot of old fighting games I imagine would do this, into capturing your attention at any moment. A still screen, you better believe it's going to be interesting. X. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's like um, that's just like a, a memory that I have in my head. I just think it's cool because you look at it when you look at the versus screen. Versus screens are fucking important. Um, because a lot of times those, those old games, they had long loading times, so you'll end up staring at the um versus screen a lot, especially in the arcades. Uh, because there's a high chance you'll walk by it and they'll be at the um at the versus screen for a, for a, for a minute maybe not like literally a minute but so you have to look at it like it's the characters fuck you the mole versus yugo the, the the wolf or or lawn the tiger versus busuzima the chameleon 
and you have them there you got the animals behind them sometimes you got like these fucking like shit going on in the background maybe there's like uh, like like teeth or something i can't quite remember yeah it's like a jaw with teeth and it's just so cool and you just sit there and you stare at it you're like damn i want to see what this loads into i want to see what this like what what this actual game is could you imagine if there was no beast forms like and like the names were just code words like you go the wolf and he wasn't a wolf he, it was just a code name he was under i would yeah, right that. i would that would that be game. whack as fuck that, that would be it's like oh that's corny y'all corny for that yeah <laughs> um so i want to bring a scenario to you guys yes do it do it so we see, we're watching fucking Evo or whatever. We watch all of Evo, we're at Sunday, and they're showing off all these fucking announcements, and they show, oh, here's Bloody Roar 2024 or whatever. Whenever, it'll probably drop in 2024. Um, here's Bloody Roar 2024, you know, it's, you know, you know, a big, big announcement, even maybe even some gameplay if we're fucking lucky. Now, in that announcement, what are some things that you would hope to see initially from an announcement that, that would get you really hyped, really excited to see, aside from the fact that Bloody Roar is back? Well, well, Listen. Like first because I've gone first on all of them so far. Honestly, they could give me a snippet of just a character like shadow boxing, and then all of a sudden you hear the, and I know you know what I'm talking about, that, 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 the ping noise when they transform mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you just hear something getting like ripped to shreds and I would immediately know it's Bloody Roar and I would lose my mind. Oh, that would be kind of a sick trailer. Like, think about it. You got, you got just a character, maybe just the silhouette of their shadow, like shadow boxing, just so, 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 you know, everything like that. You just hear that and all you hear is that, that the transformation sound and you just hear like the, the punching bag now going and it's just shredded and then you just see the character walking away and then all of a sudden you hear is a howl i'm done that's it where do i throw my money at i'm buying five copies of the game if i have to people are playing this with me for a second I lobo, my for a second, lobo i thought you weren't going to be selfish i'm like come on lobo be selfish you know they're, they're going to add a howl and just to confirm it oh absolutely because obviously it would have to be hugo it would have to be hugo so all you would just hear is like i said you hear that and you hear that out of nowhere i would maybe I'd a lose my mind. even right. right now i'm I'm fucking shaking at the idea, like, ooh, ooh, please let this be a thing. Listen, I, listen, they've been here. They listen to us. They listen. Here, here's your idea. This is how you. This is how you get everybody excited. Use that shadow box. Do, do, do what I said. I know y'all listening somewhere. <laughs> yeah, freaking. Uh, on the same thing with Lobo. I'll add on to after it goes black screen. You hear the noises. It'll probably be like a claw mark, and it'll probably say the bloody roar or something like that. And it'll, it can even say, like, don't even guarantee, like, a, a release date. They could say coming. And I'd be like, I'm coming, actually. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Don't mind if I do. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, they could just show silhouette and not show Yugo. Just do that sound effect. And they already got me on board. And yeah, that's all they had to do, really. Like, I wouldn't even have to know what characters are coming out. My hope would be is they bring back most of the original cast. That's like a big hope. And they don't change the gameplay or I'm not even going going to that part because there's like some things I, I could say about gameplay. But yeah, they could just do a silhouette 
boom and i would just hope that has the og characters on it and some new characters and you already got me you will see like you like the moments of evo when you see a character like biking get dropped and you see people in the in the stands crying you will see me on my knees sobbing on the floor like holding <laughs> on to my bloody roar tattoo on my shoulder just like full on about to have like a breakdown of happiness from just that nah i'm with him i'm with him on that I think I think I think you and me would be the first ones calling each other screaming about it. Exactly. And they showed us gameplay too, like even like a quick snippet, that would be amazing. Like I can't even comprehend what it would look like. I have my my own personal hopes and beliefs for it, but yeah. I can't lie. I feel like Bloody Roar returning would kind of I don't want to say break the internet, but as far as the FGC space goes, I feel like that would cause an uproar in a good way yeah people be like whoa no way we thought this game was done and buried and here it is again can i get a hot take from uh yeah yeah i have a because i have a big hot take i see everybody on twitter right now are hoping at evo japan right now this weekend of the time we're recording this uh evo uh japan is happening this weekend people really want a new virtual fire to at least be hinted at or something I think that Bloody Roar would be better than a new Virtual Fighter, a new DOA, freaking a new, even a new Soul Calibur. I think Bloody Roar would blow them out the water. I, I, I think it's a, it has better mechanics. I think it's a better game. I'm not sure if that's a hot take or not, but I think even compared to those three, especially more than DOA, and honestly, way more than DOA and Virtual Fighter. I'm going to come at Virtual Fighter Day too. So Calvert's in it's a special niche. I won't come at it too much, but I think Bloody Roar would do better and be way cooler to be rebranded than all three of those games. I agree. Well, I do agree. I can't speak much on the Virtual Fighter crowd because they are very passionate about their series. Um, I I do agree that the crowd at large would probably pop off way more for a Bloody Roar game than a new Virtual Fighter game. And that's nothing, saying nothing about Virtual Fighter. But I just feel like the the strength of Bloody Roar and what people, people's memories and fondness for it would trump, you know, the Virtual Fighter fans because that's such a hardcore series. Like Virtual Fighter 6 would be for Virtual Fighter players while Bloody Roar, well, that's like some, that's a gift to the FGC as a whole. Honestly, it would be for the Blade War fans, but I feel like it would just attract so, such a new and maybe even bigger fan base than it's ever had before if you just saw gameplay for that. In a time where people are more accepting of like new fighting games too, because like no one really had to care about like games like DNF Duel or the Project L game that's still being worked on, like. Even if, like, most people, you would think, like, Project L would be pertained toward, like, only League of Legends uh, players who happen to, like, fighting games too, but nah, Project L already has, like, a fan base of that's waiting for it outside of just League of Legends players. Arcane helped too, but yeah, people are way more accepting and, like, kind of, like, like, less judgy and more hungry to try out new fighting games freaking grand blue fantasy is doing really good right now with that update that they're doing even it's getting even more hype so we're at we're it 
anything new fighting game wise is thriving right now because like we're in the age of fighting games now like it truly is the age of fighting games now heavy yes big time every single one are doing fantastic right now we are eating so good which is why this is the perfect time for bloody roar to make a return yes i can only imagine like if she's like what it's it's the saturday right um, evo japan evo japan now it's happening already. right now Oh, yeah. it's happening right now. Yeah, dude, I can only. Do you only? I can only imagine like losing our minds over the fact is like we just get a notification that's like new announcement. Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. <laughs> yeah, especially me because I work this weekend. If I don't know where, got like a message from McWhoopie and like, Bonsai, you gotta check this link. I'd be like, I would know exactly what it is without him even saying it. I'd be like, no fuck. I would like, I mean, like bathroom break. I'd be like, no fucking way. He's playing with me like this. I, and I wouldn't even like pretend. I wouldn't even like joke just to like play with you. It's too serious. <laughs> too like, serious. I would never. Yeah, if I just saw dot dot dot, ayo bonsai, ab like no, <laughs> it's time. You got a follow up message from me being like, get online. <laughs> right the fuck now. I quit my job. I'd like I'm a I'm a bloody war uh, Twitch streamer now, and all you motherfuckers out there better follow me <laughs> full time. <laughs> <laughs> just out of nowhere um but 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 yeah that's so it's it's safe to say that they wouldn't have to show much to get you guys super hyped and excited for bloody roar as far as a trailer goes or an announcement no not really no honestly just even a hint to know that something is coming would just make me lose my mind I feel like, and and then this just I feel like there's like a lot of those games that have that like, that heavily dedicated like community of fans, that even if we just get a teaser of something to come. I mean, I remember when I saw all the people losing their minds over the Budokai um, Tenkaichi Four like reveal. Like, I saw the video online of Goku transforming into a Super Saiyan, and I just I, I just thought it was an update to Xenoverse. Which I was like, oh, okay, cool. There's probably something coming out for Xenoverse. But then I saw it say, I saw the the, the word say like a new Tenkaichi is coming out, like uh, like or like is about to start. And I was like, wait, what? And there was like no gameplay. It was just literally Goku transforming. That's what I'm saying. Like if they could give me a teaser of just the shadow of Hugo shadow boxing in a corner, and then just hearing that transformation sound and just seeing that the bag was ripped up with the howl, I'm done. I'm that's it. Honestly, Lobo, you kind of made me hike. Like, imagine if they decided to do exactly like the Tenkaichi trailer. Like, you've seen all this gameplay of Bloody Roars, like the old ones, and you're like, oh man, are they about to like drop all the old Bloody Roars on like Steam or something now? And then you see you go mid punch, and then I don't know, it turns up into like a Unreal Engine, like Unreal Engine Yugo, all fully graphic out. Show show him do like one transformation, and then cut it off right there. That's it. <laughs> I'm busted. Like I'm done. I'm like you want to see me do like a whole five mile run around my neighborhood, and I'm just like in static. Like, oh, that would be so perfect. Jesus, what a good example. Oh. I know that is probably the best trailer they could drop if there's not going to be any gameplay. Now I want to um, I want to flip the script. You know, like I did last time. Mm -hmm. Um, Bloody Worth making a comeback scenario blood we're making a comeback um we already got the announcement 
right? We saw the announcement. We already went through all the, like, the hype stages and shit like that. Um, so now we're thinking on it. We're talking about it. What, what would you change from the old games for this new installment that you feel would make it better than it was? Uh, Bonta, you go first this time. Um, okay. Let's see. I feel like... This is hard for me to answer, but I'm going to just spitball things. I feel like the sidestep mechanic could be better. Um, the grabbing mechanic could be better. Uh, I think you're good with the beast gauges how they are, including the hyper beast gauge. Uh, cause it started off janky, but then they approved it by the next game. Uh, they could switch things up with, cause you, in Blade where you have like this whole like command system where, uh, you do like green lightning moves, which are like, like armored moves. So you could like probably make a better armor move kind of system. And I don't think this was on Extreme and Primal Fury. I know it was on 4. They had like this system where certain characters, not all of them, which was weird. You could hold this button and they would do an auto dodge of every move until you let go of the button and then it did an automatic counter attack. Get rid of that entirely. Yeah, that's a problematic mechanic. But outside of that, I feel like everything else, just, like you just need to update it where like there's like better like things you can combo into and stuff like that like it's been a while since this game was in the market so it needs to be updated to like what what can be punished and what can be what block stuns and stuff like that blade roar doesn't have too many things like that um it just honestly i just feel like it just needs an update to newer fighting game styles and it's pretty good from there outside of the things that like outside that auto dodging thing i think that can be taken out completely and sidestep doesn't need to be the back because of sidestep on Blade Wars, like the back triggers R2 and L2. Uh, just do it like uh, Tekken, just make it where you hold up and down to do your sidesteps. I feel like that'll make it feel smoother. And I, I think you're right. Like it's it's a it's an old it's an old game. Mm -hmm. Like the series is old, so all of our memories of it are a game that's pushing 20 years old at this point. I think the last game I think did come out. Well, 2004 2005 maybe uh, maybe earlier yeah something like that maybe 06 maybe so, the only thing the only thing i could say you could maybe do with it which for me personally i wouldn't care if they did i've mentioned this on a podcast before but if they decided to do bloody war like how skull girls and killer instinct is is where one character loses all their health and it goes on to the next round and you have to knock the other person's health down for them to go into the next round and you just keep going from there i can see bloody roar doing fine with a mechanic like that so either way if they did it like that or didn't do it like that i wouldn't care all right all right uh also, it was uh, 2003 it was 2003 oh so 20 years ago this year yep jesus that, so that, this makes, is me, that makes me sad the last game in bloody roar dropped 20 years ago i was in middle school jesus holy shit um so yeah so yeah it, it is kind of a product of its time also i have to keep that into account um do you have anything to add lobo 
I feel like he kind of touched. Uh, he touched all the points I would need to hit. I mean, refine the refine the combat maybe a little bit more because obviously now we're gonna have smoothed out characters. So like you know, no polygons, no blocky people. So obviously smooth it out a little bit more. Um, I, I feel like he kind of hit everything that needed to be hit. I would just say, just don't deviate too much from what the game is core at. You know what I mean? Like. I, I, I wouldn't want them, like, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but, like, I wouldn't want them to do something where they go a little too extreme with it, where they go, oh, we'll have, like, a super move for humans and a super move for the for the animal. Like, that, I feel it could end up making certain situations a little unbalanced, make sure certain characters, like, have that balancing, because, you know, obviously back in the day, the only balancing we would ever get, really, would be the next game, because there was no, like, updates and things that we could do to be like, all right, here's a patch to fix this. It was literally like, okay, so this character was way too overpowered in this game, or this character had too much health or whatever in this game. The next game, we're going to have to fix that. You know what I mean? So, um, but I really don't feel like there's anything additionally. The game itself, I think even as a start, would be just fine. And again, on how smart Bloody War was for it, its mechanics at the time freaking on hit or even on block if you attempted a beast drive on bloody roar no matter if you hit it or it got blocked you went into human form so it was already fair in that regard so you definitely shouldn't add a beast for a beast drive or a human drive to them um yeah. outside of updates i feel like the biggest thing i because i just thought about this as lobo was talking is just improve on the characters and their moves more like like for instance, make Boosus or not Boosus even make Stun a true grappler if that's what you want him to be. Give him like a bunch of more crazy grabs and chain grabs. Make it where Yugo's boxing shines more and he can combo into things better. Like make him have like a, a freaking because he's technically a kickboxer, but his kicks were weak. Make him have it where he has like a kick that goes down to like the like a, a rear leg kick that if it hits or if you charge it and it hits it cripples the person or puts them in block stun stuff like that like really make the characters unique outside of like just their beast form really get, get the human's personality too yeah That's important. Uh, especially for a character like yugo like you said he's a boxer i think he should have a couple of sways also oh yeah that'd be cool yeah, yeah he had like a stance where he dodges and then goes into like a rapid punch mode and it, it was weirdly weird and hard to get out of once you didn't got into it so yeah just up like i feel like if you just really like have a team that's like updates blade roar gives them some of their own moves but really like put like attention to detail into some of their moves uh it, it that's probably the most thing you could really work on just give the humans more personality and like make their attacks like really like personal to them yeah definitely i mean with that because, I mean, like, obviously, like, um, it's funny because I was actually, I actually have the, the wiki pulled up for, like, the character, like, uh, descriptions. And it says, like, Hugo, he's hot-headed, you know, but he has heroic tendencies. He's upbeat, brave. So, like, add that in. Like, kind of, like, you know, show that, like, main character protagonistic attitude. And then you got characters like um, Shenlong, who it says here he's very cold, collected, very calculated um doesn't shy away from the idea of spilling blood if need be so like obviously let's see let's see that like that yin and yang to those characters you know and definitely like 
let us see more of the the personal interactions that certain characters clearly have with those other characters you know like this is a real good chance to bring a lot of these characters more to life and that, that's saying a lot again for a game that literally has characters that transform into little like wear animals but like bring those characters their human sides to life more but then maybe allow those beast forms to kind of like teeter on that like ability to hold on to themselves obviously like with hugo being a werewolf you know it's like let's see that like primal fury start to kind of take control of that like brave upbeat like no i'm gonna be a good guy like maybe he struggles with keeping that control or even for a character like long maybe he has control of both sides of himself and he's able to keep that like like that more vicious tone when he turns into the tiger you know what i mean like this is a really good chance to take characters to that next level oh i just saw a really good update actually from you, you that description this game is literally called bloody roar we've had people who transfer into animals and claw at you no way no shape do not make it on mk levels of like blood guts and stuff but show like keep showing the blood because even in end game there was like a mechanic you could turn the blood off if you want to keep that sure but show blood show battle progression like show like some of these characters got clawed up black eyed beat up like keep make that a thing because i'm not sure if, i don't remember bloody roar ever having something like that no but yeah no, show that these idea. characters are getting beat up on show that they're getting sliced up and stuff because they just fought they're fighting a freaking wolf a lion a bat a tiger like show some damage progression throughout the game yeah that would be sweet yeah that's a good idea honestly especially now that most fighting games are now doing some form of battle damage yeah that's a good idea actually i like that i like that a whole lot um so it seems like it needs mostly just like more polish to get it to where the standard of fighting games are nowadays 20 years worth of polish 20 years worth of polish <laughs> yeah i mean i mean he's not wrong it's this he's isn't not. like uh this isn't like polishing tekken 7 to tekken 8. this is 20 years the last game was 20 years ago and bloody war 4 was not well received and compared to bloody war 3 so they have a lot they need to fix if they want to make it presentable and beloved again. I love Bloody Roar 4. I know, I, I'm not saying you're wrong for liking Bloody Roar 4, I'm just, I'm just stating cold hard facts here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, as far as things that need to be changed, um, there's not much uh, that we can really say just because of how, how long ago the last, um, the last entry was. It's just like, just bring it back keep all the core tenants um but would you guys want to keep the way the beast modes are handled exactly the same or would you want to try to update that as well for me personally that's another either or you can either keep it the same way how it is or um honestly um touching back on a, a previous podcast where i mentioned this uh and also putting a pin on how lobo says he does not like tekken uh, we got revealed of a, a lot of stuff with Tekken 8 recently. The heat system in, uh, in particular. You could do like a beast system, just like how Tekken does their heat system with Bloody Roar. And honestly, that's another reason why I think the Tekken developers would actually do a really good job 
at making a new Bloody Roar. I've said this on a previous podcast. I think the Killer Instinct people or the Tekken devs could make a really good Bloody Roar. And especially after all this stuff we've seen this week alone with Tekken 8, I will fully be like, yo, let them handle a new Bloody Roar, honestly. Their system, their their system mechanics that they're doing with the new one, how characters interact with each other, how it looks like it's going to have a good story and stuff. Everything about Tekken 8, I wish for, for a new Bloody Roar, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that'll be pretty exciting to see, and I think not. I think it's like an idea. I think would be interesting would be if they made a system where you could transform into your beast and then manually transform back. Um, because I was just like just thinking about like what a a gameplay flow of a new bloody war could look like, and and with a system like that. And um, and especially if um, the play styles for the the beast forms have some uh, different uh, move sets compared to the human forms, just imagine you're doing a string with Hugo, uh, Hugo uh, with Hugo, and he does into like an uppercut that launches, and then mid mid com like during that uppercut you can like cancel into a beast. Um, a beast drive or a beast whatever beast drives and then continue the string with some claw swipes bam 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 and then maybe go back to human form to finish it with something or something like that something flashy something crazy like that um just an idea so kind of like ex moves but with the beast forms kind of i mean you wouldn't like in my like in my head like you wouldn't be forced to go back to your human form you could if you wanted to continue your combo but the beast form would obviously be stronger and just better than the human form just because you know it's your beast form yeah and mm-hmm. it, you could get benefits to it to like make it where if you go back to your human form it recovers your beast gauge and if you went for that combo again but your beast gauge is higher it makes it more powerful or more vicious stuff like that yeah or something like that because the original game already had stuff like that if i remember yeah. correctly yeah it had mid combo strings yeah. but in the but uh yeah in the case of the scenario you presented if they made it where you did stuff like that but it has benefits on why you want to be human because in bloody roar like outside of, like just tr- like the pride of wanting to prove that you can fight in human form uh there's no benefit of really being in human form you're really your work is to have your beast gauge filled up as much as possible so you can pop it whenever you want there's like no if you could add like a benefit of wanting to be in human form in bloody roar um that could be a very interesting mechanic too yeah i think you're right and i think they should um if they were to make a new one pursue something like that a good balance because you won't always have access to your beast form so you need to be able to hold your own as a human form and the game's got to let you be able to hold hold your own Um, so I want to, uh, close out our discussion with, uh, one last set of questions, I'll say. Okay. Um, so, Bloody Roar is coming back. Only character we have confirmed right now is Yugo the Wolf because of the trailer that was posited by Lobaberry Crunch. Um, speculating on the roster, which character or air characters you know a small handful that you guys can think of uh would you want to see return lobo do you want to do a, like a back and forth real quick like name a character then i'd name a character like do a rapid fire yeah i'm fine with that all right you go first 
Um, uh, at Shen Shenlong, hundred percent. Shenlong the tiger over, back in. Shenlong over long. I I I don't know. I think that I like because because um, wasn't Shen a clone? Yes. He's yeah, a clone, he was a clone. clone. So I think that if anything, it would be cool. I mean, they could always include like both characters. Maybe like maybe one's a DLC character. Like maybe he's a DLC character later on. I I don't know. I think I would just like to see the original characters appear first before we get like any clones or like variations of those characters. You know what I mean? You what? So would you want Long back instead then? I would want I would want Shen Long first. You want Shen Long first? Well, Shen, yeah, Shen wasn't Shen was Shen Shen was Shen's the uh Shen's the clone. Shen Long is the clone. I yeah, thought Long. Shen I thought Shen was the clone. No, Long. Shen Shen Long is the clone of Long. If I'm yeah, Long's the tiger uses punches. He's been in since Blade War One. Shen Long is the clone who got introduced, who uses kicks instead of punches. He's the uh, evil. No, so... He's literally an evil clone. So yeah, I would say him first then. Yeah, uh, maybe I'm just mixing up the names of the characters, but yeah, now I'd want him first. Okay, so Long, um, and right off of that, I would say Gato, bring the lion back, have both the big cats back. Gato and Long. I mean, you gotta have the tiger and the lion. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. You gotta have like the three most main popular beasts, animals, animal kingdom people back: wolf, lion, tiger. Bakuryu, give me my yeah, mole man. You have yeah, to bring Bakuryu back. Yeah, he's like a man. stable character. Alice, you have to return Alice. Alice, yeah, she's the Chumley of the series. Uh, stun, stun, of course, stun, yeah. stun. Yeah, stun's made a good thing he, for himself. Yeah, he's the grappler of the series. They literally have none aside from him. I know it's like a joke between all of us, but with all the like speculations about G from freaking um Street Fighter, I kind of want them to bring Greg the Gorilla back. <laughs> I think they should too because you 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 don't have a gorilla in your animal game. Like you gotta have Greg the yeah, Gorilla. I feel like you gotta have Greg the Gorilla. Yeah, you need a gorilla in your animal game, or at I'm least sorry. a new gorilla character. You need a gorilla in your animal game more than you need a second tiger. Yes. Or a uh, leopard. Jenny. Jenny the bat, yeah. Jenny the bat, give, give the bat girl back. Mm -hmm. You always need that one slut character. <laughs> slut character, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the eye candy, we'll say. Um, how many characters are we at right now? Because base, base rosters are so like small nowadays. Um, I feel like we're only we're missing like four each. So far? No, wait, I went first. I did four. Yeah. I did long. No, wait, no, I did three. Because, uh, yeah, I said Jenny was third. So, yeah, so I'm at three. You're at, what, two? I said Gato and Alice. Yeah, so who, who's next? Um. Honestly, Busazima's such a good design. You might as well add Busazima back in, too. I mean, he's the he's a bad guy. You gotta have, you gotta have the bad guy yeah. as character. Like at this point, let's not add any like the clone characters like Sheena or freaking Koryu. This might be a hot take, but I don't think Sheena should come back in this installment. I don't yeah. think we need a third big cat. Yeah, I I, I kind of agree with you. Uh, the only other character who I'm like like half divided on for that very reason is Yuriko. See, she's small cat. <laughs> She's small cat, but also she was the original. Um, she's Uranus. a half beast, technically a half beast. She so is a half beast. A full cat. 
I think on extreme though they made her full cat actually. Yeah, she we would go the cat in four, but that's four. If this is yeah. like if unless this is bloody roar five, that, I don't know. We we don't gotta break into that. But I yeah. I <laughs> I I think I would be okay seeing Uriko come back because she's like small cat. Yeah, and honestly, I wouldn't mind if they just gave her like a whole new redesign because she's a very confusing character. She was Uranus before Uranus, then they made her a brand new character and brought Uranus in. Like, honestly, I would like to just see them do like a rebrand for her. I wouldn't mind her staying Alice's sister. Um, I think she should just be the cat. I don't think yeah. she needs to be like any scientific experiment. I don't even know what her story is. Yeah, it's very it's very cloudy. I like the base thing that she's Alice's sister. She could be just the cat. Uh, we already said Bukoryu. I would like it to stay that he's like Yugo's adopted little brother. But yeah, I said Buzuzima last. Anybody else you want to add in, Lobo? Or you think we're good where we are? Uh, did did we say Hans? Who? Hans the Fox. Oh, that's his name. I thought his name um, was just I Fox. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind main Hans. The, I wouldn't mind Hans the Fox. I just didn't even know what his name was. Yeah, I was gonna say him next, but I thought his name was literally just Fox. Wait, I thought Hans was a girl. No, it's a it's a male. No, uh, no. It's yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, is it a is it a poison? It's a poison situation, isn't it? Uh, no, it's just a male. Yeah, no, this it's like one of the biggest tr uh things about Bloody Roar. Me, uh, Mick Whoopi joke about this all the time. Bloody oh, Bloody Roar one, that was your first Haku experience, not not Haku. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. His, his I name was is a kid Fox. when this came out, so yeah, Hans. Yeah. Hans, his name, I, wow, you remembered uh, it. His name. That's crazy. Yeah. His name is Fox or Hans Halberman. That's that's awesome. I didn't know that. Well, but yeah, I you also, can look. I also learned that it's obviously a dude now. So no. Like, if it. you look at his pictures, he like he almost looks like a girl. But when you look at him closely, you're like, oh no, you can you can full-on see it it's harder to tell with bloody war one pixel character frames but when you look at the official artwork of it you can tell it's it's hard especially like he's pecked up like he's muscular as hell they kind of almost look like uh bosoms but i'm only gonna say this i thought he i, I thought he was kind of like a china situation where he was like like a chick that was just really buff uh nope no, no. Um, but I think Hansa Fox is a great choice, to be honest. Yeah, with you. I think I think Han Fox would be a great choice. Uh, I'm glad you got to learn something new from this, also, Lobo. Because um, <laughs> I love Fox. I I would keep Fox's design the same too. Maybe like more like a better top. Maybe I don't I don't think it's too revealing. I just think it's kind of like cheesy. There is, there is no better time to be Hans the Fox than right now. It, exactly, and that's just base roster. Outside of that, like. Excluding DLC, I would like to see like them make three brand new characters outside of I, what we just mentioned. I brought this up last time when I talked to Lobo about this, but we need a bear. In I was like, I was literally just getting ready to say that. Like you said, all yeah. like the main, the main animals of the animal kingdom. You said wolf, lion, and tiger. I'm like, yes, you're right, but you're missing a key figure no, in there, and that's no, a fucking bear. No, I was literally getting ready to make that joke too. Like lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. <laughs> Uh, we need a bear, and we, we could and get that, a little weird with it. Get a shark line. in there. A shark? I think a shark would be cool and, and interesting. It'd be interesting to see them implement a shark, but I think a shark would be cool. I think maybe they've never done a bear just because, uh, like, Tekken has like what three, two to three, two, two. But, so like maybe maybe that's why they never did a bear because that maybe around that time they were trying to shy away from 
looking like Tekken clones for certain things like that. Maybe I can I see know. that, and I can see that at the time. But um, times have changed, and I'm ready to see the bear. Yeah, yeah plus they, he won't be like boxing kangaroo. So yeah, plus he True. won't be like straight on a bear. He'll be like I kind of like humanoid bear to a certain extent. So he would be a di bit different than Kuma and Panda. And the cool thing with Bloody Roar is because you have the different color palettes, you can have like a grizzly bear as one palette, a panda bear as the next color palette, a polar bear a as the next bear, color palette. Polar bear, yeah. 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 Bear would be, be such a perfect add-on. Freaking make it a make it a small character that turns into a bear. Oh, that would be good. Like, let's, like that. let's let's play on that trope and make it like make it like this tiny little like scrawny person. And they just turn into this giant hulking bear. Yeah, that would be, I think that would be way more interesting to have than having a big giant man turn into a bear. Yeah, I, I love that idea. Um, but yeah, I would love to see some new characters. Even if we like retcon some things and like, let's say we don't have Alice and Yuriko's mom in, but we have a brand new character in who's in as the boar. Or someone new, or and we can bring in from Primal Fear. We can bring in Kronos, who was the penguin who could also turn into a phoenix. That's still a good idea right. to me. But I yeah, I, will... I, I feel like Kronos should just be the phoenix because penguins are just fucking hard to make in a fighting game because they have flippers and no legs. Don't let Jam Shake hear you say this. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't. They don't. They don't got no legs. They don't got no legs. They got feet, and then it's their torso. He just walks around slapping you with his flippers. I think the Phoenix <laughs> is way cooler for Kronos to turn into than the Penguin. His words, not mine, Jamshake. <laughs> so what we can do is we can do, uh, maybe he has like a special move where he summons a Penguin to slap you. <laughs> maybe like, uh, like, like a, a fusion dance thing where if you fuck it up, you turn into the Penguin. <laughs> But if you get it right, you turn to the Phoenix instead. I'm about it. I'm about it. But yeah, outside of like wanting new characters or rebranding characters, I think the few the like like nine of the nine characters we said so far for base roster, I think will be really good for a rebrand. Yeah, definitely. That's what we say now. But if they said Bloody Roar 2024 is coming out and we're starting with nine characters, I will be upset. So yeah. Well, I think they would just be good, like, as, like, the older characters to come in. Right, right. And then we would probably get... I think, um, Raiji the Crow should return. Oh, so. yeah. Look, Raiji, die quietly. You fell! Yes, bring my boy back. Yeah, I think he would be make for... Because we don't got any birds, aside from the aforementioned, like, Phoenix character. Nagi? No. Actually, no. actually, as an actual serious question, would either of you two want Xion the Unborn to come back or drop him completely? I go back and forth on that so much. I, I think he clashes so hard. He's so edgy. At the time, he was cool. It was the cool thing at the time. Um, but I think he is outdated as fuck. I think that what they could do is if they're going to bring him back, make him like a boss character maybe so he's not playable at first and then maybe make him like a like a like a dlc like you know like one of the like first or last add-ons to the game that you could just get later on but i don't think he should be like an initial like first character you get right away and how, how, how about this as an idea for Xion? 
Um, Uriko is the cat, and Xi'an is the chimera. That's that's a good idea, honestly. Also, an idea I also had. Uh, I like the idea of having if Xi'an was to be in game either as the unborn or a chimera. Definitely make him DLC. I say go off the Ryoho vibe and let's have a let's have a boss character, but instead of a dragon, we make him a dinosaur. Oh, a dinosaur? Like a T Rex ass. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> He's a a, a T Rex, damn. I, I feel like a T Rex is a more of a beast, let alone a boss character beast than a dragon. That's um, that's a, that's interesting. That's interesting for sure. A T Rex. Cause I mean, Lobo is not wrong. They do got some tiny arms. Yeah, and he doesn't even have to be play like maybe even a playable character. Make him just the arcade boss, just like how freaking boss mode Naguri Yuki's out there not playable. Just give us a ridiculous <laughs> arcade boss character, honestly. That's what I'm saying. Like he could just be a boss character for like the arcade or maybe like the story or something like that, and he just gets added on later in a DLC patch right. or something like that. Tune like he doesn't need to something. Yeah, he doesn't need to be like a, a legitimate character to play. Like. Obviously, we've we played fighting games throughout the years, and we've always had those characters that are like the boss character that eventually just gets unlocked somehow. But it wasn't originally like Tekken. Like to, uh, like think of all the boss characters we've had from Tekken that are eventually just uh, fighters that they just get like they're mowed down. Um, like you know, Mortal Kombat. We have obviously you know Shinnok and and Shao Kahn. So. Like I, I could see it. Just just don't make him like a main roster, like start out, like you know. Just yeah, yeah make him like a DLC, uh, uh, DLC pass. That's it. We love our zone tropes. <laughs> now, um, now I want to ask you this: Which characters do you not want to see return? Excluding Nagi, because I will not discuss her at all in this podcast. <laughs> I was about to well, say, well, I you was, say her I, name. I, don't say, you do it. I wasn't going to say her name for not coming back. Of course I want her to come back. What are you talking about? I oh, said wow. we're not discussing Nagi on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> a character to not return. Oh, um, man. Honestly, if we're not talking about Nagi, I know we were talking about him being DLC or stuff, but I could definitely see, like, not bringing Xion back. I think I love, like, the clone character, the sort of kind of clone characters like Sheena the Leopard, who, even though she was, like, almost a mirror character of Gato, still has more personality and fits the game better. Or, or Koryu the Iron Mole. It was, for me, it would be between Xion and Koryu the Iron Mole. Koryu was not needed. He's supposed to, he's technically Buckaroo, but Buckaroo from Blade War 1. So I say either Redcon to get rid of Koryu the Mole, never bring him back, or Xion. I think those are good, good uh, choices. What about you, Lobo? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've already. I think I've already had someone uh, uh, go ahead and say who I don't want to come back. <laughs> got so you, got you. I think we don't need to discuss it anymore. But um, I I, I don't oh, really sorry. have anybody I hate in this game. I don't I don't think there's anybody I really don't like. I mean, that's true. And the roster's not maybe, huge either. Yeah, I think I think maybe just anybody. I don't want to say that because I do. I have to I have to agree with uh with Bonsai when it comes to Sheena. I mean, I do like her as like like for what she is. 
But at the same time, like, I, I don't... I've always been a very big, like... I don't like clone characters in games that take up spots for characters that are, like, more unique. Yeah, but outside of, like, two moves, she wasn't really a clone of Gato. She was so counter-based. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just... Really cool. I'm, no, I'm, I'm talking, like, in general. Yeah. In general at all, uh, that's what I mean, like... Um... I don't really, I really don't have anything that I could say. I would just say, like, just no clone characters and no, no, no Naga, no. <laughs> um, I yeah, think I, I know. I think I know who Mick Whoopi's going to say. Oh yeah. I think so. Um, I am going to say Ryoho. Yep. No, I don't think Ryoho should come back. Um, for obvious reasons, he was just a fucking giant dragon. So dumb. Um, but on talking on Sheena, I know Sheena's a lot of people's bloody roar waifus. So that's already like a hard sell if she doesn't show up that would definitely make people turn their heads so i i think maybe they should change her animal from a leopard to something else um there's a lot of animals that didn't get touched on we don't we have we literally don't have like um like a dog like an actual just like dog dog what, what about a panther dog a panther's another big cat yeah, well, I was saying, if you want to just, if, if if she's not gonna come back as a leopard, I mean, she could come back as no, a leopard. no, I don't want no big cat. Oh, you don't want? Okay, I don't I, want I no more big cats. We got two yeah. big cats. We got, two, we have the big cats already. We don't need these like B tier big cats now. I'm like um, 50, 50 on your answer, McWhoopy, because I completely understand it and I agree with you to a certain extent. But just like how you said, freaking uh she's like bloody wars waifu and also like i was talking about way earlier in the podcast when i said uh furry bait i feel like something about seeing a female leopard gets those people just like you know i'm not a furry but uh, yeah like, I, like the whole lola bunny effect yeah and and i see that but we don't need a lesser big cat after we have two and if they do bring in shenlong three um we don't need more big cats. I think I said this last time me and Lobo talked about it. We have the lion, we have a tiger, we have a second tiger, we have a leopard, and we have a regular house cat, which I said was fine. Mm -hmm. So we already had, like in like this current age, we already have four big cats in one canine. Honestly, if we go off the list that we had so far, it would make it balance if we had Gato, Long the tiger, and then we made Yuriko just a cat. Then if we had Yugo the wolf, then we had Hans the fox, and then we if there was just a dog character, that would balance it out. Yeah, just a regular, like, dog to match. Yeah. Maybe it could be, like, a rival to Uriko, who is the house cat. A best friend of Uriko, or just... Just or just an enemy of your. I don't know. I feel like if you're gonna have your house cat, you should probably have a domesticated like dog type. Now, can I add on to your to your answer, Kay, just to see your opinion on it? Yeah. So you don't want Ryoho the dragon to come back, right? Yeah, I don't. Now, would you want like how they did with Ryoho and Mana, where Ryoho was the main fighter, and then his partner could transform into like an animal like an actual animal animal kind of state and like fight like kiba from like uh uh clash ninjas kind of deal would you want that kind of thing or uh, see or that's more not? that's more interesting that's more interesting and with my answer i'm going to separate the concept that you put forth from the characters because i find ryomo Ryoho and the mana i find them to be so so boring and dull <laughs> 
Um, but the concept yeah. of and having like the fighter you control and a partner who is the actual zooanthrope, I think it's really interesting. I could definitely, I'd be on board for something like that. Okay. Good yeah, I'd be today. on board for something like that. Lovely answer, honestly. Okay, so Bloody Roar Band, yay. I like Bloody Roar. I think Bloody Roar is a, <laughs> it's a cool ass series. It's a cool series. It's it's not a series that I had um ample opportunity to really dig into. Um, I had Primal Fury. I owned Primal Fury, and me and the Jamaican Shake played played it a lot. We played it a lot. We played a lot, a lot of Primal Fury. But we were also children playing Primal Fury. And I want, like I said earlier, I want so bad to play it how, like, now, like, in this brain space. And I just haven't had that chance. And I want to really badly. And it makes me so happy to see other people like this because I'm like the advocator who comes up to your house at random annoying times throughout the day, knocking on your door saying, have you heard about my Lord and Savior, Bloody Roar? Here's a pamphlet <laughs> to you all about Bloody Roar. That's how I feel about this game. And when I see people love what I love, it just gets me so like, ah, hype jazz. Like, I love it. I love the series. Love it so much. Big facts. It was it was nice um, listening to you guys. I don't want to say rant. Um, what's the word? There's a, a better gush. word. Gush. Yeah, gush, yeah gush that's the word. word. <laughs> gush about bloody roar uh, because it's such a, a rare feeling to have such a, a passion for something that could bring you to that space. You know, everyone's got got something they're passionate to talk about, but um, to hear someone talk about it is um very fun and uh very wholesome yeah it makes me so yeah, happy too. it's like it's truly like i think lobo probably like is in the same boat as me so i feel like i'm speaking for both of us to a certain extent we're good at the at fighting games we'll play against like you and like jam shake and stuff and we can do like fairly decent but we don't feel like we're as good as you guys or anything bloody war is truly like the one game that as much as we try to be humble and like stuff and we don't talk trash or anything like that it's the one fighting game that i feel like we both feel like is our fighting game we feel good on it we don't doubt ourselves on it it's like if we lose good game but most of the time if, like you're not you're not gonna go into blade war thinking you're going to lose it truly feels like it's our fighting game if i if you don't mind me speaking for both of us lobo no i, I can agree with that like there's so much that like comes out like a lot of there are a lot of games like even in our like initial core of friends like obviously everyone has like their game that's like their niche or like their they're like oh man i know i'm the, i'm just i know i'm that good at that game i'm gonna be honest with you i i actually forgot how great i play at street fighter 4 and uh it's like just the fact that when i was playing with you uh, uh what was it last year at the con uh we will be like we we, we were, it was such a good back and forth because it was just fun and I think for me, like, I have those games that I enjoy, but there's just that, like he said, there's just that one, that one game that just sets you apart from everything else. And you just wish more than anything for ever, for it to either return or get some type of love again. And it will always be bloody war for me. I, I want this game to come back so bad. And, and think about like, like we were talking about, we, we named our, like what our nine initial like characters we would love to see return as like the main roster first but think of like 
how far things have come since then. Think of all the animals that we could use that were not used back then. Like, obviously, we only really have, like, what, one bug character and stun, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you can go, think about all the other animals. Like, maybe take him from just being the insect into, like, the beetle or something like that. And then you got, like, you know, you got a wasp or a bee or, you know, then you can go into, like, the, you know, the other realm of, like, um, like there, spiders you, and Yeah, crabs. but then you know we get in the spider before yeah. we get in the bee. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're, there's so many things, like sea animals and fucking... We, we don't really have that many bird characters either. Like, yeah. I, I don't... Like, what? We, we really only have the phoenix. That's it. And raging yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, but, that's what I'm saying. There's, like, there's just not a lot. Now that you look back at it, and it's like, look how far we can go with these characters. Because I can tell you right now, they can at least come up with at least maybe three or four new original characters in, in a new title with no problem. And just to end off my sentiment on all this, I think this really sums up the podcast for me in general, um, especially going off of my last statement. Again, I never got to play that many people in Bloody Roar. I thought no one really knew about it. I think I, I thought it was like I thought it was like a diamond in the rough. Um, so when I hear from like someone like Mick Whoopi or Jam Shake when they saw me play Bloody Roar and they truly were like Bunzai you're really good at this game like not even trying to be nice nice to you you're freaking really good and to this day i don't, haven't played that many people so i don't know how to stack against other people so it, it'll be so fun to play against other people on bloody war online just to see if i could like break top 100 yugos of all time on this Bloody war game like getting compliments from my, yeah like getting compliments from someone like mcwhoopie or jam shake saying yo you're really good at this game like i look uh, i look forward to watching you play because you really look you look good in this game makes like it like like a special little spot in my heart anytime i hear stuff like that because i truly love this game i strive <laughs> to be great at it and to hear that people actually think i'm really am good with this with this character who i love with such a passion this game series i love with passion just means the world to me so that kind of just sums up everything on the podcast for me right there i said it better myself right that was beautiful that was beautiful bonsai i got a tear in my eye thanks <laughs> But it's, it's, it's clear to me just how much you two adore this game. You guys adore this. You guys look at um, Bloody Roar the same way I look at Killer Instinct. Like, it's literally perfect. Even when I was asking you what was wrong with it, y'all struggled to do that because fuck you, McWhoopie. This game is perfect and there's nothing wrong with it no matter what. <laughs> so, so I, and I get it. I, like, I, I, totally, I, I totally understand uh, your reverence. And imagine the best of both worlds if we got like a killer instinct developed game for blade roar for all three of us like it would be the best of both worlds facts it really would be <sighs> um uh yeah you know that's i i'm tapped out of questions uh but you the floor is y'all's if if you want to add anything um, Blade Wars, my child, I love this game. Tattooed on my arm, bring it back one day. It, you will make so much money from it. Like, there's nothing stopping you guys. Well, because I think the ownership is finally... I'm not sure if people can buy it now or not but even if you had to please buy it it'll be so much worth your time developers get bloody roar back into the main screen it's such uh, you do you do nothing but game from it do it do it <laughs> Um, damn, man. How, how do I follow up with that? Sheesh. 
I really don't. I really don't. I really don't have anything to follow up with. I mean, he kind of summed it up in the best way possible. Beg with me. This 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 game has to come back. This game has to come back. There's there's no reason why this game should be vaulted for as long as it's been. I mean, uh, it was what Activision and Konami were the publishers, right? Uh, Hudson, which is now. Uh, Whoopi, I'm not sure. I know Jamshake knows the question to this, and it started off as Hudson. I'm not sure what they are now, but I feel like Activision or someone has the rights to them. Uh, yeah, I'm Hudson not is a branch of Konami, sure. so Konami, technically, so okay, so but I mean, come on, come on, come on, come on, yes, there's there's if you like, there's there, this if you wanted to pick a time to revive this game and get a fan base just to explode out of it. Now is the time. We got Tenkaichi coming back. We've got all the, the we got te a brand new Tekken. You know, like, like you said, we're eating this year. We're eating. Look at all the shit that's coming out. This is the perfect time. Also with the new console generations, like, come on. This is the time to bring this game into the light. Let people jump on this shit. Get online, throw some hands and some claws. And it, it's a 20 year anniversary. Perfect. Come on. And, and it is a 20 year oh, anniversary. Man. Is there even a better time to drop a trailer than like the 20 year anniversary of yeah, the that, last the, game? Yeah, the, get that virtual fighter shit out here. Bloody Roar. The first game came out July 7th, 1997. If, if you wanted to really, really shock the world, release a new one on July 7th of this year for the anniversary. It, it just would make perfect sense. This game would make you so much money. It would be put everywhere. I, I I could see us hosting like just stuff for it to like just to throw it out there. Me me and me and Bonsai would literally run around our neighborhoods with bloody roar painted on our chest and the release date on our backs, yelling, "Go pre-order it now! Go pre-order it now!" You release that. That's not the only thing that's gonna be releasing. I'll tell you what. <laughs> 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 On that note, um, I do believe we are spent. I am tapped out. And so I would like to thank you guys for coming on the podcast today on this beautiful, cloudy morning. <laughs> and it was not so much discussing Bloody Roar, but gushing and expressing our love towards the series and our desire to see it return in the best way possible yes so thank you guys for coming on i appreciate your time i appreciate you for having us on this this was yeah. a very fun podcast for me personally <laughs> this was amazing to have both of us on this this was the this was the podcast for the twin wolves to be on yes inspired well, by you both himself I'm happy you both uh, made it on. And so I'd like to reintroduce Lobo Berry Crunch. Ow! And Bonsai Wolfburger. Bonsai Wolfburger is out of here. He's been Lobo Berry Crunch, and he's also been Bonsai Wolfburger. And I've been Mick Whoopi Goldberg. And this has been the Bottom of the Pit podcast where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. And we will see you the on the next in the heart of battle.